All right, everyone, welcome back to another show, the All Throughs Unite show, another episode we got today. Today, I got Amy Bovaird. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm great. It's great to be here. Of course. Grateful to have you on. So, uh, yeah, kick us off. Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Okay. I'm a former ESL state uh, instructor. I taught in seven different countries. I'm back here in my childhood home right now. I've written three memoirs about sight loss, and I'm now coordinating an event for disability uh, insights, a seminar next month. So <laughs> I'm great. Yeah, yeah um, a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so a uh, question, when you said certified, I think you said in the beginning, what, what type of trainer did you say? Oh, it's in English as a second language. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, gotcha. And then you said uh, uh, sight loss, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell us why or what's the background story behind that? Okay, so I have what is called retinitis pigmentosa, which is uh, gradual, uh, like your, your vision, you're gradually losing your vision. As some people, it's not gradual. Some people, it's rapid. For me, it's been gradual. And okay. it, so it starts out with, with night blindness and then goes to tunnel vision, then to little or no vision. Okay, got it, got it. So you are, it's just been gradual for you. Now, is there any like cure to it out there? There is none at this time. Oh, there is 10, there's 10 cures. No, there is none. There's no oh, cure. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was like, oh, there's 10 cures. Okay. So yeah. kind of one of the things, like one of your goals or kind of missions to try to discover or like, you know, potentially are they, are they working on a cure? Or like where, where are things at? They are, it's, uh, they, it's just really slow, but if you talk to an ophthalmologist, they'll say that it's around the corner and it might be in our lifetime. So, I mean, we have that hope, but you also have to prepare yourself for what you're, the reality that you're living. So. Totally. That makes sense. So, okay. And then you said three memoirs and obviously, you know, a lot of our audience is, authors and aspiring authors so my first question on the memoirs is tell us about your writing process because you know to write one book is difficult to write three is just you know freaking awesome so tell me about that well i write usually uh more at night than during the day because that's when i'm more active or alert and uh during the day i take care of the the, the house and do the bills and do all that other stuff i uh I'm also involved in, in several local community groups, so I, I'm, I do those things. So I, every night or every evening, I try to write a thousand words, and sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Every Thursday night, I meet with a critique group, and we work, uh, pen writers, so we work together to help each other hone our writing, and... They give me a lot of good input because they're all cited. So I, they help me explain better the process of what I'm feeling, what I'm, I'm seeing or not seeing. So that's really good. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So I think you brought up a couple of good points there. One is having that peer group. I think, do you think that's like just having that accountability is like really helpful? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that's huge because again, writing is not easy. So it's like, you know, there's going to be ups, downs, all that type of stuff. And, you know, to have a support group is of the essence. Like when I wrote my first book, I had an accountability partner, actually partners, 
Um, and without them, I don't know if I would have been able to finish it. Like we basically had like weekly, uh, calls, if you will. And like, uh, it, it, and I would put down my goals. So like, I didn't, I never wanted to like have to have the call with them and be like, Hey, I did right. Like I said, I would. So just creating some sort of like accountability or support in your life when it comes to writing, I think is very helpful. Um, and then you said every night. So this is what I, I find uh, a little bit unique and I'd love to explore it a little bit deeper is when I wrote my book, it was first thing in the morning. Like by the time nighttime came, you know, my brain is just like fried at that point from just working and stuff. So I'd never been able to get into creativity at night. And it seems to me you're the opposite. So how did you like turn it on at night? How did you, how did you do that? Well, I think it's the same way. You just, you know, you just close off your, your, uh, the interruptions and then you, you, put yourself in the zone and then you write. And I, I basically have a sign that I put up that says, do not interrupt writing. And I, I, I just let myself go. So that's how it works for me during the day. There's lots of phone calls and, and those are the interruptions that, that distract me. Got it. Okay. But you still have like the mental stamina at night then I guess and the energy. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's awesome. You really yeah. love it. That's so cool. I'm like, uh, I'm beat by then, you know? I'm just exhausted. Um, so very cool. And I think it, you brought up another good point there. I actually tell people that all the time. It's like, you know, to get into writer's flow, that that's kind of hard enough. So it's like once you're there to have an interruption come in, like that's the worst. So you mm -hmm. need to make it, like you said, you put like a sign up, like, you know, wherever your writing area, nook or whatever, you know, wherever that little place is for you. Um, mm -hmm. place depending wherever you write um, block it off you know do not allow interruptions um, because I think that's the that's the killer of, of a writer's interruptions those are the worst yeah mm -hmm. so, sure. so tell me uh, what are the three you know I know what a memoir is obviously but tell me more about them like what's the sequence the trilogy if you will like what's it, what are they all about okay so the first two are in the mobility series they are it, they I had this awesome mobility training, orientation mobility training, and it wouldn't leave my head. So I wrote about it, and it was about a year of my life that was changed through this orientation and mobility training. It actually helped me come to terms with sight loss now that I had something to fall back on, that I wasn't uh, going to, uh, that I wasn't going to, I felt initially that my uh, having a white cane was going to rob me of my independence. But what I found after uh, interacting with my uh, completely blind mobility training trainer was that it gave me independence. So that was a really important lesson for me and also one that many, many sight impaired uh, individuals struggle with. So I wanted to write a book to encourage other people like in my support group and, and other people that just struggle everyday life that aren't even in their support group about uh, using a cane. And so that was the first one. It was called Mobility Matters, Stepping Out in Faith. The second one was I was a little bit more comfortable with, with uh, sight loss and, and talking openly about it. And I looked back in my past and I told you I had lived in seven different countries. So I, I didn't limit myself. I did everything that other sighted people do. I climbed mountains. I took trips. I uh, afforded rivers. I did all these things. And I thought, how did I do it? And so I looked back and I wrote about those experiences. 
and the good and the bad and the life lessons that I learned. And so it's called King Confessions, A Lighter Side to Mobility. And there's a lot of humor in the, that book. So that's the second book in the mobility series. Then I have written a completely other type of book in which it's a devotional book, but I had to deal with a lot of loss, uh, physical loss. I was hospitalized when I was uh, married and I was in, uh, uh, I was carrying twins and I lost them. And this is the story of how God met my needs every day. So I, I talk about, I have 15 devotionals in this one about the, the twins. I have going through divorce and I have uh, when my father was diagnosed with cancer and, and we lost him. And that was all uh, coping with all of this when I was in the Middle East in, the, in uh, the United Arab Emirates. So that's my third book. It's the first in the devotional series. And okay. I, this is really cool. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's really cool how you've like, so and first in the devotional series, so you, there's more in that series you're going to be yeah. writing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's two more in that one. So how many books are you going to write at the end of all of this? It seems oh, you're, you, you yeah. don't know. Well, I have another one that I'm nearly finished with in the mobility series. It's called um, Second Sight, More Life Lessons in Mobility. And that is also about some of my travels overseas. But it's more about the psychological, like how, uh, how much more I'm accepting different things that I'm facing now and, and a lot more humor as well. So <laughs> that, that's what this book is about. Got it. Okay. Very yeah. nice. This is yeah. really cool. I, I love speaking with people that just like, I can just tell you, you actually like love writing, you know, yeah. like you, you enjoy like, so, and I, I actually, I always used to say that I didn't like it. Like it was, it was so hard for me to write my first book, but I've actually recently gotten into just like figuring out how to get into that writer's flow. And I truly have found the joy for it. So just for anybody listening, like, you know, most people don't like to write, like it's a hard thing, but, but if you can start to fall in love with just the practice of flow, like what I think is so cool is when you're writing and you lose track of time. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Of course you do. So it's like right at the end, when you, you like look up and it's been like an hour and you wrote like a thousand words and you're like, whoa, I didn't even know what was going on. Like it just pours out of you. Yeah. Uh, that feeling is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. And the more you practice it, the easier it is to get there. So, um, but yeah, either way, listen, thank you so much for coming on. This was really cool. I, I learned a lot and I love, again, love what you're doing. I think it's cool. So uh, a couple things where, uh, what's like your website, where can people connect with you? And then where's the best place, you know, if people want to grab some of your books, where's the best place for that? Okay. So my website is amyoverd.com. That's A-M-Y, B as a boy, O, B as a Victor, A, I, R as in Ralph, G as in Delta.com. Is my name, and they're available uh, locally in the stores here in Erie, Pennsylvania. They are on Amazon. In uh, they are regular print, large print. They are in audio in on Amazon, and also Audible.com and in uh, iTunes. Also, uh, oh, my Facebook page. I'm, I have an author Facebook page, Amy Bovard author and they can connect to my personal page. And I'm on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter at Amy underscore Bovaird. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks again for coming on.
Okay, great. Thanks for having me.